Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, January 25th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. If it seems like this week is all about Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury, well, it is. Today was the first time we heard from him since the postgame appearance after the Chiefs beat the Jaguars in the divisional round. As the Chiefs prepare for the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC title game on Sunday, we got the update from Mahomes and Andy Reid, and you'll hear from them on today's show. But first you'll hear what star columnist Vahe Gregorian and Sam McDowell said about the day's events. We recorded this while the Chiefs were practicing. Okay, let's get started. I don't know about you guys, but when Patrick Mahomes came in the interview room, uh, I looked at him and I dropped immediately to the ankle. And I noticed no uh, bandage, nothing, just just a sock and a shoe. So uh, it seems like the narrative has changed a little bit. Well, I suppose so. On the other hand, John Wayne wouldn't walk in with a boot a boot on, right? And I do wonder how cognizant they are, the little crazy chess game, even with the media. Very. Of, Very yeah, how much, yes. what we see and what they project, right? And look, I mean, Andy Reid reads words to this effect where we don't we don't think we're going to be worrying about uh having to give him um what was the term uh mental reps because I'm going to be having to pull him back on the field so i are these things completely uh you know on point are they projecting are they a little you know intended for the consumption of the opposition um, i don't know all of the above yeah they're always aware that when when our eyes are on, I'm sure they will be for, for practice today as well. But, you know, it is important to know when I did talk to some doctors and medical professionals about this, it's it's less frequent that um, you tape up and, and do things like that with a high ankle sprain because it's less effective. Now, there's still, I, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes is still going to be playing with some sort of tape job on Sunday, but that's more effective for the lateral ankle sprains that is, you know, one of the most common injuries in sports than the high ankle sprain because the high ankle sprain is a rotational injury. So if you move your foot outward, basically, and, you know, a tape job doesn't prevent you from moving, from the foot moving in a separate direction as the leg itself, which is the point of the tape job of the lateral ankle sprain. So I think there's some of that going on too. And also there's, it's less typical that swelling is involved in an inch, in a high ankle sprain. In fact, the ones that do have swelling are, are really bad ones. So to the naked eye, the high ankle sprain doesn't look as bad as the lateral ankle sprain, even though it is a much more serious injury. Well, it's, and, and we were talking about this a little bit. Our, I, you know, you couldn't help but notice, uh, I, I think we were talking about this in the locker room the other day, that when he came out, um, he, he was notably limping, but it really wasn't that swollen. And that, this is when you kind of made that point. You have a little history with this, this uh, ankle coverage, don't you? The Joe Tooney? Well, you saw Joe Tooney. Well, you, but you've written yeah. about it. I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. not just ankle. I, I shouldn't say ankle. With, with all, all things on Patrick's legs, you've, you've been, you know, the beat guy. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we're dealing with a different... Um, speaking of which, uh, to actually make that a real point for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to, to give it some use. There's <laughs> like reeling us back in here. Reeling uh, me back in. I was interested that Mahomes said the most... Uh, 
debilitating injury he had had in his career was the toe injury. I think most people would anticipate it's the knee injury because that looked the most gruesome on site. And he missed two and a half games because he, of it. Yeah, he did not miss time with the toe injury. Of course, that, similar to this one, was with the playoffs. You wonder if maybe if he had, based on, you know, if it was in week two or week three of the regular season, he could have a bye week or something like that. But um, I thought it was it was interesting to hear him say that that one actually did restrict him because this one's going to restrict him. And he yeah. he acknowledged this as much after the game on Sunday or Saturday that that was restrictive. You could see it clearly in his footwork. I mean, there's tons of passes the three of us were talking about in the press box at the time. But it's going to be restrictive for sure on Sunday in some fashion. And he's going to find out today. I mean, yeah. we're talking about this as they're getting ready to go on the practice field on Wednesday. And I thought the most clear message that we heard from Patrick Mahomes today was he feels like he's in a pretty good spot. And I'm sure that's based on the exercises that some the trainers and, and the medical staff for the Chiefs have put him through, that he's progressing through those exercises. But the real test comes when he goes out to practice and tries to push it. And I think he's going to know a lot more tomorrow than he did today. And the interesting part of that is the only time all year we talk to Patrick Mahomes on a Thursday is this week. So we're going to see what he says about how it went his first practice. It's really, as you talk about this, you make me think about this point, which is, you know, in a way splitting a hair, but sort of at the essence of this, we understand it's got to have sort of superhuman pain threshold. I mean, that's sort of unquestioned at this point. But that's not the same as being able to be fully dexterous. And I guess it's the in-between that's what we'll, you know, we'll see in his game. 100%, right? yeah. You know, where we're perched at Arrowhead Stadium, uh, we're near a window that's pretty high that maybe uh, we'll be able to look into the practice field and see, uh, uh, maybe give you a, a real detailed report on uh on the Mahomes. It's a bad angle. I, uh, just, I just looked. Draft. Um, and they got some trees up. Oh, I'll say we you can, know, the yeah. mics, the mics over here. <laughs> you guys can hear me though. I'm projecting. Uh, so the media will be allowed to see the first, what, 10 minutes stretching and Patrick Mahomes will be out there. He won't be jogging, but he'll be stretching and, um, and Sam can make a good point. Um, until, 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 or unless they get to the Super Bowl, this will be the one opportunity that we talk to Patrick Mahomes more than once a week. It'll be, uh, and, and even he, he said he, he kind of can't wait to talk to us tomorrow to tell us how it went. Yeah. I don't think he used the words can't wait. But, <laughs> but it was one what? of the first times we've ever heard him really say, um, I can't answer any of these questions you guys are asking me. That's what he wanted to say whenever right. he said that was, I, I won't, I'm not going to know a lot of this until tomorrow. You mentioned him jogging, though. I do think we'll see him jogging today at practice because... The thing that you can do very similarly is run in straight lines with this injury. It's stopping. And we saw that in the first time that he came back in the second half and he, he took off and ran for a first down. I thought you could sort of see him process, I don't know how to get out of this. I started this motion, but I don't know how to stop it. And you mean uh, that play where he lost the ball? No, the, there was a oh, third oh, down okay. that he ran for. Yeah, 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 yeah. He that's scrambled right. that's for, right. and yeah. it was a really awkward slide to get down. Yeah, it wasn't even a slide; it was more of a fall forward. Was, and yeah. I thought that was probably smart on his part not to lead with his feet, it's just true. because you never know what yeah. what might get caught. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the two yeah. hard, the two hardest things with this injury are stopping and then cutting, and those are two things that I mean. Listen, he scrambles more frequently than any quarterback in the league. He scrambles at a higher success rate than any quarterback in the league. And those are the two things I think we're going to see are, are most limited. And 
he may get an idea of that today at practice, but those aren't the typical things you do at practice. Practice is usually you stick to the script, and what the play calls for, and if it's not there, the whistle blows. So I think there's some things he's going to be finding out really on Sunday how far he's able to push it because it is a day-by-day injury. Well, to your point there, too, I also wonder if you simply – obviously you would push it more for a game than practice anyway, right? But I would assume there's some strategic element even in his rehabilitation here to where – well, you simply wouldn't really push it today the way you would maybe push a little more Thursday and maybe just a tad Friday, right? It's a different kind of practice Friday. But so one way or another, he's, he's not going to fully explore this today, but he'll sort of take it to the, to the level that, um, you know, that's, that's next. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I think. That's right. Every day he's going to have more information on this than, than he probably did the day before. One quick uh thought about this and you guys might have been struck differently but today I felt like I suddenly all all at once became more conscious of how many times he's really had to labor how often he really labors and we don't even know the extent of the injuries all these guys go through all the time right but but Patrick part of Patrick's uh whole profile now has been kind of a catalog of these recoveries I don't believe I ever heard him say that about how did he phrase it? Tucking his toes, having to tuck his toes under. Curl his toes whenever he walked. Whenever he walked. Yeah, to protect that injury. Ah, yep. picture that. I mean, what that took. I mean, yeah, it, it was on those toes that he uh, scrambled for almost 500 yards in the Super Bowl against yeah. the against the Bucks. Yeah. Um, so you, you're you're right. The the head injury that he suffered in that game, the knee injury against the Broncos the previous year, um, and yet through all of all of this, he's missed those two and a half games, right, for injury. Yeah, for injury. and oddly, last year, I think, was probably his healthiest year. Um, you know, when you go through that injury history, really 2021 is the only thing that did not have something that really limited what, what he was able to do. When you talk about the the knee injury in 2019, the, the head injury and the toe injury in 2020, and now you've got this injury this year. Um, when was the... Uh, previous ankle. That was 2019 as well. That was 19. Was opener, yeah, right? yeah, that was, yeah. Boy, that seemed more recent. Yeah. Okay, so uh, basically this entire show is going to be devoted to uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle uh, because you'll hear from uh, Andy Reid and from Patrick Mahomes from Media Day on Wednesday. Uh, again, both the coach and quarterback are going to speak on Thursday, coach on Friday. I think Patrick Mahomes gets Friday uh, Friday break from the media. But you're going to hear from a lot of Chiefs this week, and you're going to read a lot of great stuff in the Kansas City Star and on KansasCity.com, especially by these columnists, Vahe Gregorian and Sam McDowell. So uh, up next, we'll hear from Andy Reid. Of course, he spent half of his time with, with reporters discussing Mahomes' status, and then after Andy Reid, We'll let Patrick Mahomes tell you what he thinks about his ankle. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. 
For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says Start a Subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. Good seeing everybody. Um, there are no injuries to talk about. Everybody's going to practice today. So um, look forward to the challenge of playing Cincinnati. Good football team, um, as you'd expect, coming down to the last four teams standing here. So uh, we look forward to the challenge of playing them. With that time, yours. <clears throat> yeah, no, he, um, he'll practice. He did the walkthrough this morning. And he'll practice this afternoon. Yeah, I think he'll, well, we'll see, but I mean, I think he'll do probably everything, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Go on from past examples of players playing through injuries and how Patrick learned from that. Uh, well, I mean, he's had injuries before, so um, he can bank on, uh, you know, that past experience that he's had, but, um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do fine. It's just a matter of making sure that he's safe to, you know, safe as you can be out there on the football field. But. Andy, is it a case of just wanting to see him get through some things today and then obviously <clears throat> next hurdles is obviously how does it respond for tomorrow's practice? Yeah, yeah I mean, is day by day? Yeah, day by day. Yeah, I tell you, yes. Is there, is there one or maybe two things you want to see from him today in practice just to ensure that you guys are in the right direction. Well, just how he, how he functions. He did well in the walkthrough, and we'll just take the next step, Nate. I mean, you know, just see how where he's at with it and go with it. Yeah. Coach, when it, when it comes to McColl, you guys backed off last week, and it sounds like <clears throat> today. Just where is he at? Yeah, he feels better than he did the last couple of weeks, so that um, that move looked like it worked to, to this point. And then, again, we'll just see how he does every day here. And, uh, he seems to be in a good place. Yeah. Andy, you've spoken about this before, but Kadarius seems to have found a unique spot within the offense, and I, I wonder if you could elaborate a little bit on how he's been able to do that both physically and also with his ability to grasp the offense. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the main thing was that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that he, um, you know, the, the hamstring was healthy. I mean, that, that was kind of the hang-up. And, uh, and it it kept occurring. I, I don't think knowing him now, I'm not sure he ever let it get get to the healing point because he wants to play. You know, it's one of those things. So um, I'm sure he was saying, "I'm okay. I'm okay. It's you know fine." But uh, because of his desire to be out there, he loves to play the game. That's what it lo- I mean. You know, that's what I've noticed most uh, is he he wants to be in there. So we backed him up a little bit and just made sure that uh, he could be kind of. Get, get healthy in that area, and um, you know he's been doing great since. You know, knock on wood there, but I mean he's been doing great. Yep. Did you feel like, or do you feel like he, he had a particularly fast grasp of, of what you're trying to do? I he's mean, a smart kid. Yeah, smart. Picks things up easy. Yeah. There's a chance. Probably more. Uh, well, yeah. There's a chance either one, but. 
maybe more Fordson than than Clyde, but uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, this week. Guess I played the Bengals so often in the last year or so. Um, do you feel like you know them about like a division opponent at this point? This yeah, I would say probably both ways. I, I would say that they they know us and we know them, and you know we're all searching for that little extra thing that you can throw at them. So we've played each other enough to, you know, we're we're I'm sure both sides feel that way. Hey, Coach, when you Coach, look you at have uh, Isaiah Pacheco, who's of course a rookie going into this game, never been <clears> in this situation before to start running back. Uh, what are your conversations like this week? Yeah, just be well. It's really with all the rookies. I'd just say just be you and. Uh, and go play. I mean, that's uh, uh, learn the game plan and and don't be anything more or anything less. Just go go play. Coach, there are people in Cincinnati uh, who feel like they've got something. There's something that they have maybe mentally. Their players have more confidence against you guys. What, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, listen, they probably should. They, they've won three games. So, you know, that's uh, I'm sure that's how they feel. But. Um, that's okay. We're, we're still going to, you know, play the game, so. Coach, you said both teams are searching for the extra thing to get on top of each other. <clears throat> what did you see from the last game that put them over the top of y'all? Um, I'm <laughs> that wouldn't be smart if I answered that, but. <clears throat> oh. Chris Lamont's, and then all of a sudden you see the Bengals claim him. Sure. How much of that, um, were you disappointed to see something like that? I mean, that's part of the game. I mean, I don't, I mean, that happened. I'm glad he hooked on with another team, you know, so we'll be all right. Andy, I know you, like you said, you weren't going to elaborate on specific points of, you know, what got, got you a win or a loss, but I do wonder, you look at the three games with the Bengals, is there a, a commonality of, of self-induced mistakes that will be a point of emphasis with the yeah. week or any more than usual? Or? Yeah, against good teams, you can't do that, right? So our guys know that. Um, <clears throat> so, and two good teams playing each other, the littlest thing can throw it to the side. So you you got to take care of the ball. Yeah. Andy, anything we asked you when you placed face Jacksonville, if there's anything different you'd seen from the November match today. Do you feel the same way about Cincinnati? Is it kind of the same things you've seen out of them since it's such so recent that you played them last? Or is there anything you see different? Yeah, I, I just tell you they're a real good football team. They they're not a um, they don't have a lot of weaknesses on either side of the ball and or special teams. So, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, th that part hasn't changed from the first time we played them. They're good, um, or they wouldn't be here at at, at this round. So, um, you know, that, that'd be it. Yeah, I, whoever they're going to put in front of you uh, right now, I mean, that's you're, you're going to be up for the game. I mean, that's a, um, and, and then uh, these two teams compete well against each other, and so I, I think both teams will do that. Yeah. James, and you mentioned the Pat's battled through injuries before in, in the past, and he's played well battling through them. But I guess is he more prepared to handle it now as opposed to years past in terms of potentially playing the spot or? Yeah, I would probably tell you yes. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he had a couple injuries in college that he fought through, but um, he's had in the NFL <laughs> with all the games that you play, very seldom you get to this point without having something. 
and that's just how how it goes. And um, and so um, I, I think he's, yeah. I mean, he he knows it. He knows that, and and he's pushing through right now. We'll just see. We'll see how he does here. I mean, you're going to be looking at him like we're looking at him. So, Andy, with the, with the quarterback dealing with an injury, obviously you have to maybe adjust some things. I just wonder where you feel like your experience, having been the coach for all these years, helps you maybe get a quarterback, obviously maybe limited or hindered by something into a rhythm, uh, to have them succeed in a better place. Where do you feel like your experience? Yeah. Yeah, you know what, Nate? I think we have enough in the in the game plan where you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go with it, and uh, according to how the players are are, play, are feeling, you know, and while they're playing, and um, you know, so uh, maybe experience helps. But I, we have, there's enough in there that you can you can choose from and uh, work any way you choose to to go. And is that just just a quick follow up? Is that I think in previous times you said that there might be 250, maybe 300 plays for a certain game plan. Is just having a, a, a wider selection does that also help too? Is that kind of yeah? That's why you have a variety of things that you you can go to. Obviously, you don't use all the all the plays in the game, um, but they're available. And um, you know, so if you have to go a certain direction, you can go that direction with the with the calls. Michelle. <clears throat> Yeah, um, most likely he won't just do a little. Uh, I, you know, he's he's gonna. I, I don't think I'm gonna have to go there with that. Um, he's gonna. I might have to pull him back a little bit, but knowing him, I think he's gonna try to do everything, and we'll just see how he does. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure. I don't know what that number is, Michelle. I mean, whatever the number is, it is I, that he needs. But I don't think that's gonna be the issue. Andy, Frank Clark's in the top five career postseason sags <clears throat> game last week. What are you seeing from him to suggest he could have another big game Sunday? And what is it about him in, in the postseason? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's always fired up. But uh, he, I guess there's a little something extra there that he has. But he, he's a relentless player all the time. <clears throat> his numbers speak for themselves, you know, throughout his career. But um, he, it's quite a record. Uh, or opportunity for a record there with uh, with the sacks and playoffs. So you got to get there first to get them right. And so he's had a lot of opportunities to to do that when he was in Seattle and and now here. Last one, coach. There's a lot of talk about the passing game and both quarterbacks, <laughs> but the Bengals are a very physical team, and, and so are the Chiefs. So how, how much emphasis is that going on in practice? Yeah. So yeah, both teams are are physical and. <clears throat> that's a that's a good thing. It should be a great game to be a part of and for our fans to to watch. So um, uh, right now, though, you're not gonna you know go and bang each other up before the game and do that. But the guys know that they absolutely know what you're saying, and uh, and so they'll prepare themselves mentally for that. How you doing? How are you? Um, I'm doing good. You know, AFC Championship week, ready to go. How's the ankle? It's doing good, you know. I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at. But uh, it's feeling good so far. You, you expressed that you'd start treatment the night after the game. Can you just kind of bring us through what that night was and then these last few days, what, what you've been doing? 
Yeah, I was able to do some extra testing just to make sure everything was good, uh, not after the game, and then get a few things done uh, to help the treatment kind of start off. And then the next few days has just kind of been, I mean, all day thing where you're just doing either treatment or rehab or watching film. And uh, I, I, I had to take Brittany a few places with me so I can be around the kids a little bit. But uh, it's a full day thing where you're trying to make sure that you're obviously prepared for the Bengals and the great football team uh, mentally and physically. Patrick, what do you feel, Patrick, what do you think? been the toughest injury that you've had to play through before how that might serve you for Sunday uh probably my toe would probably be the the toughest injury I remember when I had the toe I was like having to I had to curl my toes when I walked so that was probably the, the toughest injury that I, I had to play through um but I've dealt with a lot of them man and uh you kind of have to mentally just get yourself to focus on what needs to be focused on and that's the team that you're playing and you prepare your body all week and then when you get to Sunday uh, you focus on playing the football game, and uh, that's what I'm going to try to do this week. Is this all com at all comparable to the injury you had against Jacksonville a few years ago? Yeah, it's very similar, just a different ankle, um, especially when you're different ankles in the quarterback position, you're planting and throwing off different stuff. Um, so the last one, I, it was the leg that I landed on, so I had to find ways to throw where I could land and keep it in the right spot. And this time I'll have to find ways to be able to push off and be able to still make the throws the right way. So uh, definitely uh, similar in a sense, but obviously different limitations and stuff that I'll have to work through. Yeah, this is the first time, I guess, in, in your Chiefs uh, career that you've come into a playoff game as an underdog, as a, especially as a home underdog, basically due to your injury, so to speak. Do you feel – you feel more pressure? Do you feel like it's, it's because you're an underdog now, there's, there's not a lot of pressure since a lot of people expect the Cincinnati to win this game? Yeah, I mean, every time I walk on that field, I don't I don't think I'm an underdog, especially when I walk on Arrowhead's field. So uh, I just go in with the same mindset of we're going to have to play our best football to win. Uh, we know we're playing a great football team that's beat us the last three times. Um, and so we have to learn from our mistakes in the past and be better um, in order to, to win against a great football team. Did you see the video? Does it require a Uh, I think we'll see throughout the week. Uh, I haven't got got to go out and practice yet and put myself in those positions. Uh, I've done limited stuff, kind of in a a small uh, small kind of box of what I can do. But uh, I'll push it a little bit today, and then and the next day, and then the next day again, and see what I can do. That not re-aggravate the injury, obviously, but uh, to push it to see what, I, what I'll be able to do on Sunday. Any hesitation mentally? You know, considering last time around, that you want to have coming up on Sunday. Um, I'm, there was a little bit earlier in the week. I mean, you want to you want to push it, but you don't. Like I said, you don't want to re-aggravate it or do something that you were in the position this last game and it was hurting. But uh, that stuff that you do the rehab and then you do the treatment for is to uh, prepare yourself to go out and practice and go out and play. And um, uh, I mean, all you can do is keep pushing it and pushing it and uh, try to do whatever you can to go out there and win a football game. Patrick, I'm, 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 You know, uh, when I'm at the house, it's usually either studying or going to sleep. So uh, it's just kind of prepare yourself, uh, do whatever I can at the building, and then whenever I can't get off my feet and get some sleep, then I'll, I'll go get some sleep. Looking at past legends that have played through major injuries, what, like, what's your awareness of some of them in the past, and like, what can you learn from that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of greats have, have done it. I mean, I think it's just about being a competitor. I mean, if you, you want to you be out there, and uh, especially in these games, um, and so all you can do is just mentally prepare yourself and your body throughout the week. And then, like I said, you get the game day, you just have to focus on the game. And uh, that, that's what I'll try to do is prepare my body the best I can and get to the game and just go out there and play and try to find a way to win. Hey, is, is this progress better than, than, than you expected? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, felt, I felt better than I thought I was going to be after the game. I mean, moving on it during the game definitely – 
definitely hurt. Um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position. And obviously, the next morning, felt a little bit better. And I've continued to get better throughout the week. So uh, we'll, we'll see how I feel today at practice. And I'll get a better better feel for y'all. And I'll be able to, I think, answer a little bit better tomorrow. Patrick, and, uh, this is a team you've faced a few times, like a division opponent. You guys know each other pretty well. You've been able to run on them. What has been the challenge trying to throw against that secondary? Yeah, they're coached well, man. Uh, uh, their defense coordinator, Coach Anarumo, has, has done a great job of changing up the game plan. I think that's been the best thing. Is very game plan specific. Uh, it's never the same. He gives you different looks out of the same the same look, but different coverages. And that's what I think a lot of great defense coordinators do is they're able to coach their team up and do a lot of different stuff and variety of stuff, but still be sound in it. And I think that's what they do well. And then they have great players. I mean, at the end of the day, they have great players that that are that are extremely coachable and go out there and do their job to the best of their ability. And so uh, when you're at at this point in the playoffs, you're playing against great teams, and it's about who can execute at a higher level. In, in, in different ways, for lack of better terms, the Bengals have been a little vocal this week. What's been the messaging in, internally is to not get involved with that and, and, and react and to, to, to that type of stuff? Yeah, I mean, we just we just go out there and play football at the end of the day, and uh, all that stuff you can talk throughout the week, but at the end of the day, it's a football game. You have to go out there and play it. And so uh, we believe in just going, showing up on Sunday, playing our best football, and seeing what happens. Patrick, a little, a little related to that, you're a lot more used to having winning streaks against other teams than having one going this way. And I, I, how do you how do you work with that in terms of the motivational point there? I, I know you you know you look for motivation at different places. Um, yeah, I mean, we've obviously lost this team three times in a row, and uh, they we've had great football games against them, but they've been able to beat us uh, situationally at the end of games. And so how can we be better there? Um, we know it's going to be a close football game. Uh, every team you play in this position is going to be a close football game. Um, but how can we be better situationally that we go out there and we're able to execute on third down in the red zone and at the end of games in order to, to win against a good football team? This gets in your head in a negative way in any way, right? I mean, I assume it's motivation rather than um, – yeah, I don't. I don't know how it would be a negative way. I mean, if you, I think uh, you don't want to. You won't relax. You'll focus in even more on the details. So, uh, I mean, I'll be. We'll be ready to go, and I'll be ready to go for sure. Todd, they've done a, a nice job of putting pressure on a lot of teams. How much of what they do is scheme stuff, and how much of it is just physically they're able to do something uh, to put pressure on teams? Yeah, I think more than anything, they have no weakness uh, across that whole defensive line and that linebacker position. Uh, I mean, they do a good job of pass rushing. They do a good job with their DBs of rushing from the outside, and they keep changing it up. I think that's the biggest thing is you, you, can't, you can't relax back there. You have to make sure that you're really focused on the details. And same with the offensive line and the running backs and the protection plan. So, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of both. They have, they have great players all throughout that defense, and then they have a great, a great coach and a defensive coordinator. So, uh, for, for us, we have to focus on the details, prepare ourselves the best way possible, and at the end of the day, we have to go out there and play. Actually, you talked about you know working yourself back into the groove as far as you know being able to uh, not be limited moving around. What's the what's your message to the the offensive line knowing that you may be limited and not be able to move? Yeah, I think you saw in the second half this last game, man. That uh, they, they they stepped up and did a great job of protecting me, and where I was able to throw the ball from within the pocket. Um, and I'm sure they'll be ready to go. But I'm, like I said, it's a great defensive line, so it'll be a great challenge for them. Um, but I, I'm excited for those guys to go out there and accept the challenge. Um, not necessarily. Like I, like I was saying earlier, they're very game plan specific, and they switch every every time it seems like we play them. Um, and so it's one of those teams you have to be preparing for everything. Um, 
played them one time, they, they, they pressured a little bit. We played them one time, they dropped eight. We played them this last game, they played it more uh, kind of true to the coverages. So I'm, I'm expecting them to have a mixture of all that stuff, man. I mean, that's why they're in this position. Um, and so you just prepare yourself to be ready for it and execute the play and then move on to the next one. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Patrick. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC staff of Monty Davis, George Howard, Randy Mason, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Sam McDowell and Vahe Gregorian for sharing their insights. Morning Sports Edition is a robust 45 pages today full of news about the Chiefs, the Royals' trades, Mizzou's hoop victory, and K-State's close loss yesterday. Plus, all the national news. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon as we discuss AFC Championship game and talk sports in Kansas City every day.